0: They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
1: I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> <laughs> are not crazy. Not
2: crazy.
1: hysteria.
2: You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
1: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
2: Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a, uh, a very quiet, a very quiet Hysteria 51. Why is that? Because I'm the only one here. I don't think this has actually ever happened where I'm actually the only one here. See, i picking up Kyle from Repair's. John is on assignment trying to track down Joe Peck so we can get him back on the show. Parts unknown. That's all we know where he might be is parts unknown. So I'm pulling hosted duty this week, taking care of everything for you. And we do have a fun episode because we watched a movie for you guys. And I am going to interview the director, the co-writer, and one of the stars, Zach Lampleau. He just made the movie 15 Things You Didn't Know About Bigfoot, number one will blow your mind. It's a long title, and is a fantastic movie. It's kind of like a mockumentary, and uh, some of the characters in it were fantastic. The story is about a clickbait journalist he's sent to the Appalachian foothills to cover a Bigfoot convention, where he discovers there's more to this listicle than meets the eye. That's a little tagline, and it's a fun look at clickbait media and... Also, what kind of searching for the meaning of your life and, and how it all works out. Fantastic. And then I got a surprise for you guys because when we go to break, I come back. I'm going to be with Zach. We're going to talk to him. And then when I come back, I'm not going to be the only one in here because I got someone coming over. You know, our producer Lisa. I'm going to put her to task on something and we're going to see how her Bigfoot hunting skills Workout, so I'm going to go to break. When we come back, I will have Zach here with me talking 15 things you didn't know about Bigfoot. Number one will blow your mind. <laughs> like i told you right before the break we are back with zach lamplew and i think you guys are gonna love zach because well he kind of did something that we (laughs) absolutely love which was taking a a, a, i don't want to put words in your mouth but kind of a pop shot at roasting at the the bigfoot world and clickbait media you got to get a twofer out of this whole movie zach welcome and thank you for joining us and uh Side note: I will tell you this. This won't be on the show. We get sent a lot of movies. I really yeah. enjoyed your movie.
1: I oh, thank easily. you. I appreciate it. You should. You should leave that in the show.
2: Love <laughs> <laughs> well, that. I sure can. Uh, I John and I we really we both watched it. We really enjoyed it, and I love the both the tongue in cheek humor, the subtlety of it, and the whole the the searching for a meaning of life in a movie that's crazy. That kind of a, a way
1: that it seemed like. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Tell us, how'd you come down this road to Bigfoot,
1: man? So I hope I hope it wasn't taking too much of a pot shot at Bigfoot. Like I no, I, I wanted but, to know, come well, <laughs> at it with with respect to the community. Um, <laughs> I don't know, think like,
2: Chris Moneymaker and Bobo are gonna come knocking at your door. They might be yeah. knocking
1: outside your door,
2: but I don't exactly. think they're gonna be knocking at your door to beat you up or anything like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now we we so we made this movie in Atlanta. Um, we are all from that area and we want to do something in the South and we want to do something that kind of had that, that flavor of humor. And yeah, we, we decided to do Bigfoot cause we wanted to do something that could, that you could have like a, uh, an expert that kind of could feel like somebody who was from the South. And, uh, and yeah, we actually did like quite a bit of research with real experts too on this. I, I talked to quite a few field researchers in, uh, making this movie.
2: Your researcher In the show was fantastic, you know the guy Uh, that the guy that that takes you out in the woods and it felt really realistic as far as watching these YouTube videos where a lot of people and that was kind of his character the 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 YouTube guru if you want to call it that or whatever and it was a lot of fun seeing how people get emerged into this whole or immersed into this whole world and it becomes their lives and now you can actually make a living off it. Some people make a living off of. Going Off after of hunting
1: Big- Bigfoot. I tell Dick and fart jokes
2: about ghosts and stuff. You know that <laughs> you never yeah. know what you're gonna you're gonna get. Yeah, was Bigfoot something that you're interested in, or why the paranormal? Uh, uh, Dick, I-
1: we just always wanted to do something paranormal. You know, what I mean, we wanted to do something that was, uh, and also like paranormal stuff's fun. Like, I don't know, we used to watch a lot of those uh, like History Channel documentaries about the Jersey Devil and Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. That's UFOs, all that, all that good stuff, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I do listen to y'all's show. Like, I, I I was listening to your episodes about UFOs and everything. That's especially because you guys touch on especially like UFOs and paranormal stuff, yeah. you know? Like, we try to yeah. do a little
2: bit of everything, you know, we're the, the catch all, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I grew up watching Unsolved Mysteries and Robert's staff, yeah. you know, and just being terrified of. Of <laughs> the dude in yeah. his trench coat telling these these stories, and uh, it's it's funny how, like you said, you you grow up, you watch these documentaries, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I I, re- I remember watching watching the commercials for Time Life Mysteries of the Unknown as a kid and being like, I gotta have those. Now I was an adult, and I <laughs> bought them at like a thrift store for thirty five bucks. later in life, but yeah. I got them. You know, I got them, and uh, <laughs> you you had a, a fun swing into this movie too because it felt very millennial uh adjacent like the people in there that can can you know (laughs) he's working for a company that's sending him out to war-torn areas to do (laughs) craft brew reviews and stuff to cover yeah
1: to cover the craft brew scene in a war zone yeah uh yeah i mean it's it's uh i feel like that's all my friends that work in media they all have to cover these quirky little stories and like basically swallow their pride every time they write a listicle you know <laughs> it's <laughs> a listicle yeah and and right. all these all these companies uh they kind of like it seems like the the success formula is send a smart person to do a dumb thing or a dumb person to do a smart thing yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's like well
2: you guys encompass that perfectly in this in this show mm-hmm. and the 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 dumb person do a smart thing the character you, you had in there was a guy named dirty dollar sign
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> and i you know what i as as crazy as it sounds i was kind of rooting for a little more of him in it too
1: <laughs> i know everybody says that they want to see a spin off yeah so for for your listeners uh yeah the the movie is about a journalist who works at like a buzzfeed vice kind of outlet and he always wanted to go into journalism and cover what he thinks are like serious hard-hitting issues, something like the Panama Papers or something, you know. But he, every time that he gets an assignment through his work, he uh, is like all his assignments are having a hang out with nudists and report back on what that's like <laughs> or going to Burning Man and telling you what that's like or whatever. And uh all these like fluff pieces basically. And his latest one is he has to go hang out with Bigfoot hunters for a week and then write an article about it or make a video about it. But then once he gets there, we find out that Bigfoot is actually real and there's something spooky in the woods. They have to hunt down. So, uh, and, and yeah, there there's in early in the movie, there's some, uh, showing his, his, uh, competition and his peers at work. And some of them are real idiots. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: was looking over your resume, and I gotta tell you, you you completely mm-hmm. get a a buy for me because you edited Squidbillies, and your pretty face is going to hell. So you get yeah. a total pass, even if the movie wasn't good, which it is. I loved it. So, <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, so what what made you want to become a director and 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 write your own movie? Was this like a passion thing you've had forever, or did this kind of fall yeah. in your
1: lap? So we we had a. Uh... We used to run a show in Atlanta where we would make short films and then play them every month at a theater to, like, a live audience. Mm-hmm. And um, and actually, that's how I met those guys who do Squidbillies and Your Pretty Face. So I was actually already directing stuff before going to work with them, and they saw some of my early shorts, and they were like, we should get this guy to come, like, edit some I, w- I was not in their stable of, like, regular editors that was mm. on every every season of every show, but I would I would hop on every so often. I was kind of like, I think of myself as kind of like Pluto at that crew. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like, is he here? Is he not? He's like, he's on staff for, like, a year, and then he he's gone. He was an editor, <laughs>
2: but we don't claim
1: it anymore. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's kind of like, does he work there or what? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I worked on Squids and uh Your Pretty Face, and both of those... uh work environments are really fun and really creative to like just bat around with those guys. Cause I also used to watch like Aqua Teen and squids when I was in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then to like 10 years later, be like working on squids season like 12 or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
2: That's, it's kind of like a almost surreal or a dream come true or, or,
1: you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. Or a job depending on how well it goes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. No, it was fun. It was, it was a good like learning experience to work with somebody of that caliber and like learn a lot of lessons about uh, comedy and yeah that kind of stuff.
2: The comedy, speaking of comedy in the movie, you know, it's it was always upfront, but it wasn't forced. It didn't seem. How much of it was improv?ed And how much did he write? Was there a lot of improv in this?
1: Or? Uh, there was a, there was a certain amount of improv. We there was a script. Like it wasn't like we yeah. did like a like a. I feel like some you gorilla they, film it that way. Yeah, no. yeah, I feel like some documentaries they just go out and they're like yeah. just do just we'll see where the scene takes us. But um no, th- we we had a script and everything, but we also I'd worked with all these actors like a million times, so we kind of knew everybody's strengths and everything and if if two people like had an idea for something funny, like we were like, yeah, let's do it, you know. Uh, the crew was really small, so it took like no resources. <laughs> to <laughs> right, basically right. to be like, hey, you got an idea, let's like dedicate 15 minutes to making it work, you know?
2: When I watch movies like this and it looks like you're out in the woods and you're lost, how far away from civilization were you? Were you just like, here's the road? Or were you actually out <laughs> on like someone's well, land? Or
1: how's that work? Yeah, we went out to a friend of mine's land and he has like 100 acres, but it was like an hour drive from where we lived. So every morning I have to drive like an hour to set. Uh, but, you know, we were always within a quarter mile of his house, but then his house was 10 miles from the nearest Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but, but yeah, that was, that was chill. He had like, he had, thank God we knew that guy. Cause he had so much, uh, like biodiversity on his land. Mm-hmm. Like we really could just be like, so we're going to film over here at this log and then Two hundred yards away, it looks like a totally different Completely part different of the woods. Area, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just shoot a whole movie within like a quarter mile.
2: <laughs> well, that's awesome, and it's also like you said, it's awesome that you're you're in the Atlanta area and you can go do that. We kind of have our ties. I'll always love Atlanta because when I first started our show. The first network that approached us was How Stuff Works, and we were at yeah. How Stuff Works show, which was eventually bought out by iHeartRadio, so we've been to Atlanta, and I've, I've recorded there quite a few times and made good friends there. So Yeah, yeah. Atlanta rocks, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a totally different experience of, of the South. I know that sounds crazy, yeah. but it's awesome.
1: It's, it's have, awesome. You, have you been to, like, Buford Highway and all that? No, I have not. Oh, man. You gotta go. It's it's like it's like five or ten miles of just every kind of ethnic food you can imagine. Oh, Malaysian, very nice. Thai, yeah. Indian, like whatever, man. Anyway, That's sorry, awesome. now we're getting off
2: topic. No, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's just you tight know, though. That is fun. You know, it's it's awesome that you're able to be in an area where you can you can you know take advantage of it like that. The script that you worked with, your other act, yeah, you were the producer in the movie, and so you yeah. were. Always the presence, but not always on camera, you know, but mm-hmm. you were kind of driving the story, so to speak. I don't know if that's the way, or how would you describe how it's filmed?
1: So there, there'd been a lot, I mean, there's, when we were making this, we were trying to figure this out because there's been a lot of, uh, mockumentary comedy, but there really hasn't, I mean, this is such a small, I guess, uh, dis- distinguishing thing, but there really isn't like a lot of found footage comedy.
2: And this kind of has a nice between the two feel. Almost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's not a lot of like comedy out there. That's a mockumentary. where also the guy behind the camera is a character and, you know, kind of, kind of like Blair Witch or something like that. Uh, I mean, like, I guess Reno, Reno 911 was a, an interesting example. When I was like looking at all these, I was like, oh yeah, there are whole sketches where it's just the dash cam from a cop car. Like that's pretty interesting. That was actually a really fun, interesting, uh, challenge because when writing this, you know, you're like, well, the camera, all the camera, everything the camera sees has to be motivated by like that what that character wants to look at and what that character mm-hmm. wants to do so it, it wasn't if you'd asked me like a year before we made this i would be like ah, i have never making a never making a found footage why would i do that <laughs> stupid but then once we started down that road we were like this is a really interesting fun set of rules you know to to always be motivating what you're looking at it's kind of So the movie has a very dynamic frame all the time. It's Mm -hmm. it's almost like POV. It's not POV. It's not like Hardcore Henry, but it's almost. It feels like that at some points. You know,
2: it was a lot of fun, and you you saw how you moved the story. And one of my favorite parts of it was when you guys are camping and you have your first experience, your first night you stay, and you guys are experiencing something. You don't know if something's out there. It was kind of a tense little, you know. Um, and your your co your co writer and co actor, uh, yeah. Brian, yeah, Brian he was Ema, great yeah. in there, and you know, and he, it it mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, and you actually felt like that was when I was like, I'm really enjoying this movie. Like, it kind of like <laughs> get in, you're like leaning in a little bit. Yeah, that was that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, Brian's tight, dude. That was that was a that was a really fun scene to to film because he's he's such a good like performer, and and he's also as as a co creator. You know, mm-hmm. it's really great to have him because we kind of like we wrote it together. I'm directing everybody, but I'm also like working the camera. But I can mm-hmm. also kind of like tell him what we're trying to do, and he can Similar kind vision of like
2: together and you can trust him. Well, kind of he thing. can also
1: kind of like sometimes manipulate the scene mm-hmm. f- with another actor. You know what I mean? Like, if we're both like, it's funny to have this guy off balance with his responses, then he can kind of like do that while he's acting. He can force that person into that. Anyway, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have a partner who's also like on screen at the time, right? Exactly. Yeah.
2: You went through a name change on the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well I mean we just we we just like couldn't it you know came down to it you can't legally call your movie Vice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We, you know we originally called it The Vice Guide to Bigfoot and we played some festivals under that name but
2: <laughs> Hi, we've got the you Vice know. people's uh lawyer online one for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. After, after a few emails turns out they weren't interested at all in being affiliated with us. So yeah, we we really honestly thought maybe they would be like well, we, right, or yeah. maybe it would
2: get you in front of their eyes and they go, yeah, this is fun, or 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 not
1: fun, or however they want to say, but yeah, exactly, right, yeah. Oh well, I'm not them, so <laughs> I can't I can't speak for them.
2: Speaking of the pushback. Have you gotten pushback from the the squatcher community, the people that are that are out there looking for Bigfoot? Because you're not lampooning them, especially how it I- you know it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, have you gotten any any uh, you know nastiness from them? Because they think it's going to be one thing. No, no.
1: They're That's they're good. they seem cool. I haven't I haven't heard anything bad about anything from them. I mean, I think because yeah, like I was saying, we early on reached out to a few different researchers and uh ask them like hey mostly just making sure things weren't t- t- you know really inaccurate or something making <laughs> right, sure that right. like you know tree knocking is the way that it's supposed to be bigfoot calls are the way they're supposed to be and things like that but bigfoot hunters seem to have a real sense of humor about it you know like they they enjoy silliness like that you know that I mean they take it seriously yeah. Uh, but they they don't mind, like, making jokes about it. There's a lot of, like, I'm I'm now in a lot of Bigfoot researcher, like, Facebook yeah, groups, and there's yeah. a lot of memes, right. a lot of Bigfoot memes. You know,
2: because we do what we do, and, and I'm in a lot of those groups, too, I will say that there's a distinct, the the Bigfoot people and the people that are out there are a lot more open-minded and outgoing as far mm-hmm. as joking and stuff. The UFO community, not so much. <laughs> They're kind of <laughs> yeah, a little exactly, bit more, yeah. like... Uh, tight and uptight and angry and how dare you and and yeah it's a it's a staunch dif- difference between the two so that's good to hear yeah. when you set out to make this movie w- did you want to appeal to to all the audiences or was this something that you wanted to release to the world like this or was it just like your like you said you used to make smaller movies and and release them yeah. locally did you know that this was going to kind of blow up and be bigger like this or, uh, or was well, the goal? i mean
1: no we 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 just needed to make another thing like that was we made so many shorts that we were like we just need to make a feature we we had a few
2: creative yeah
1: yeah you just gotta go to the next thing you know like we we had a few uh, pilots that we'd written and things like that that just never got like would get it basically it becomes a few interesting and promising emails for four to six months and then like they you know whoever you're talking to forgets about it yeah so then all of a sudden you know it's been a year and a half and you're like oh so i wrote like pilots and stuff and just nothing happened we
2: uh i can tell you from the other side of that we've been mm -hmm. through it with tv shows and pilots Mm -hmm. we've even filmed for our show uh with a production company and it's yeah hurry up and wait hurry up and wait don't hear anything for months, and then you kind of throw it to the wayside, and then they come back and talk to you, and you're like, oh, we're still on the table. Not so much. Yeah. So I figured,
1: (laughs) yeah, we were basically like, if we're going to do it, let's just, because also some of those experiences, you come out the other side of it with a product you don't even like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you spend all this time, and then you try and make something, and- and... This isn't what I wanted to make. Exactly. Or a jaded
2: outlook on ever trying to do it again, you know, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So pretty much, it you know, we were like, let's just make a movie. Let's make it. Let's make something that we actually like that we'd Mm -hmm. actually want to make. And at least then, if people still hate it, then that means they hate us, and that's fine. (laughs) You know, like I can live with that. I I don't want I don't want people to think we're one way in a pilot and then be like, we didn't like it. You know, and I'm like, I didn't like it either. You know. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you're like, I don't. That's not what I.
1: yeah, you're exactly. setting out to make. The, so I, I get you. The I movie, get why you're doing if the looking. movie fails, it's because I'm a failure and that's <laughs> fine. Then I'll just quit. I'll just go kill myself and it'll be cool. <laughs> that's it.
2: This is it. This is the last try. Yeah. <laughs> you're either going to accept
1: me or I'm out of here. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I got to tell you, it, it it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. And the humor was, like I said, it wasn't forced. It was, it was a very funny show uh, on purpose, but it took. Seriously, like the people went through changes in, in a good way. Even the Bigfoot hunter and everyone, it kind of had this nice little arc to it. What's next? Do you see something else maybe in this world? Do you see something else in outside of paranormal? Do you have anything on the the burner at all?
1: Uh, yeah, we're actually we're writing a couple things. And yeah, I think I'd like to stick in like a paranormal situation for sure. Do another movie. Hopefully not a mockumentary again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but... Yeah, we're actually working on a script right now that we're we're gonna try and uh pitch around. Well, but if it ever uh,
2: has a dirty dollar sign in White Morpheus, I am one thousand oh, yeah. percent in. <laughs> 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 well, I gotta tell you, there there for everyone that there's a there is a character called White Morpheus. I I lost my shit when you called uh, him. White yeah, Morpheus. white
1: White Morpheus is like the funniest guy <laughs> in twenty twenty, dude. Or twenty twenty one. That dude is uh and he really looks like it too. He that, did. That guy he did. Yeah, we're still uh, I'll be honest we're still unsure of his race like we're still <laughs> i've known that guy for a long time and he uh he doesn't say much in the movie but yeah. he is definitely like just a a really pale black guy or like a i don't know or or a really uh uh you th- you just have to see him <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah 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 he's a, uh, it was it was a, a spot on yeah his name is
1: that dude's name is bo micadelic and, uh, actually, yeah, he does stand up and one of his jokes used to be like some something where he'd be like, yeah, I'm white. I'm surprised too. Or no, he'd say, <laughs> yeah, he's maybe Fuck. I can't remember. I don't think he is white though. I think he is mixed. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: regardless, yeah. it was perfect casting. It was hilarious. So, um, do you have uh? You you said you're working on anything? Do you have anything you want to share, or are you just or, uh, um,
1: man, not yet? Unfortunately, I don't want to. I don't want to go. <laughs> right? No, I just want it to be done. No, I, I wanna, hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a process, and you took on a process, uh, probably at the worst fucking time you could have ever done it. Right in the middle <laughs> of a of a pandemic you know yeah. cuz of well, course well, you could we, plan around that
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? well we premiered uh at film festivals right before the pandemic mm-hmm. and then so then we just went into the pandemic we we like we did two physical festivals and then all virtual festivals in 2020 which was actually cool like that was actually uh you know a fun way to experience it because i feel like more people saw stuff on virtual festivals like yeah. you know we get a few thousand viewers well, uh, it's yeah. uh,
2: it's open to more people, and you can also probably uh, f- get it to more festivals mm-hmm. because they're yeah. open into a, a larger crowd, and that's so important on, a, on a, a show like this is to be able to do the festival circuit and and get garner the the interest and hopefully yeah you know find a distributor or someone you know if you don't have one and stuff and um it's it's very much a hustle <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> to yeah make, exactly. You know,
2: as well you yeah, know but
1: luckily yeah it, it's it's funny because luckily we had this thing done like right before the pandemic so now it's like all of a sudden there's uh there's like not as many movies as before <laughs> you yeah. know yeah yeah
2: well and as you watch movies coming out now yours included it's interesting to see movies being released and then it'll say 2019 or 2020 but they're just coming mm-hmm. out now and that's kind yeah. of the the norm because nothing's in theaters or hasn't been we're mm-hmm. just crawling back into it now the world the whole world is releasing to streaming and and uh physical theaters at the same time and i don't know if mm-hmm. it might not ever go back to what it was yeah, i don't who know
1: knows yeah although it's man it's fun to go to a theater
2: it is and you can't uh, yeah. it doesn't replace that sitting at home
1: i love finding like a theater that's in a mall that like the mall sucks and nobody goes to the theater anymore. <laughs> there's there's one of those in Atlanta that's like tickets are always $5. Yeah. Dude, whenever people were, uh, what was the new Star Wars? The episode seven came out. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends were trying to go to like the fancy theater and it was all sold out <laughs> for days. I went to a freaking matinee and my ticket cost $5. you don't care if the sense.
2: seat has a back on it, I can get you in. <laughs> oh, exactly, right? Yeah,
1: your feet are like sticking to the ground and shit. Yeah. Hell yes.
2: Those are like the gym. We have one uh, very similar to us, and it's literally in the mall
1: that no one goes to. Yeah. Yeah. It's you gotta go to those shitty malls.
2: Right. My wife never wants to go to it, and I'll go there because there's been like three times that I or or her and I have went in for a matinee. And we're the only people there. Yeah. Or there might be one other person and one other time it was a dude I knew, so we're just sitting in there like talk like not talking, but you know, like you're watching it at home, you know, because you're yeah, literally exactly. the only people in
1: there. Yeah, I love I love seeing a a movie opening weekend with like four other people. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That shit's tight. So, are you yeah. showing
2: it anywhere else uh, around uh, to any like so, live right, events?
1: It actually it actually just released. Oh no, live events, no, um, no. I don't think we have anything like that on the on the books. No, but uh, yeah, it actually just released, uh, so it's available now on iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and Vudu and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's five bucks to rent. So just search "15 things you didn't know about Bigfoot." Number one will blow your mind, and it's a veil.
2: If they want to find you outside of that, where can everyone go?
1: Oh man, what am I uh, at Twitter? I'm Secret Grandpa, uh, <laughs> Secret, and then G R A M P U H. I like that. And then on Instagram, I'm Pimp Pirate. <laughs> so <laughs> hit me up, man. And I, everyone I, it, knows it that just...
2: Seeker Grandpa is a Pimp Pirate, so that works out. It's Exactly, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's where you can find me.
2: Well, thank you so much for hopping on here, and I hope really... And like you said earlier, when I said this, you go, don't cut it. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, Thank you. And my listeners will know we get a lot of movies uh, offered to us, and we don't do very many of them at all. This one was a blast, and it was a blast because of how well it was done and how well it flowed and the comedy and everything. So well done to you, and thank you for uh, running your evening by coming on this show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate it. Anytime, man. H51 Nation, baby. There you
2: go. (laughs) Well done. Thank you so much for hopping on here. And Nation, we'll be back in just a minute with more Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through.
1: (laughs)
2: Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about.
1: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com
2: slash Today. Today. <laughs> And I say we because it's not just me. She's here. She's back in the studio. What's going on, Producer Lisa? I have
0: arrived. You're welcome. You're welcome. You do not have to be locked in the attic alone anymore. Oh, my
2: God. It was, it was getting scary. Okay,
0: I got to go. See ya. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you missed out on Zach. Zach was here. He was talking about Bigfoot and his new movie. But I got to tell you something. It made me realize there's certain skills you need to be able to go out there and find Bigfoot. Let's not even worry on if he's real or she or they, if they exist. What I'm really looking at is how do you get them and how do you bring them in? How do you, how do you catch one? And one of the authorities that we got to go to on is Bobo from finding Bigfoot. Now I want to play you something. It's his official call to bring in a Bigfoot. So here we go. Uh- I like that.
0: <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Bobo. <laughs> that just sounds like you getting out of bed in the
2: morning. <laughs> okay. I want you. Now, it, you, I don't know if you can see on there. He does. Everyone's at home. <laughs> watch what I'm doing here. I, don't, I hate what I say. You want, do it, but put your hands like this, you know, like he did. I want your best Bigfoot call, how mating call, whatever you want to call it. No, she's got the Bigfoot. Go ahead and use that first. <laughs> that is from uh I think that was in one of our cryptic crates we got, right? I think so. I want to hear your Bigfoot call. I want to hear it. The nation needs to hear it. Okay. All right. <coughs> <clears throat> <laughs> All, right. Real, All right. Real real All right. perfect. <gasps> okay. better than i anticipated i know i've been practicing holy cow
0: what do you Wh- think i do all day
2: what the hell's banging on the wall <laughs> I, I don't know what you do all day but now that actually shocked me a little bit with <laughs> how, how uh, good it was Yeah, and
0: you thought i just needed milkshakes to bring i don't up. i
2: don't i don't even know you anymore
0: it's okay
2: all right so we had to go somewhere to track Bigfoot. Now, the only reason you don't really want to track Bigfoot is you refuse to go camping, and that's kind of an important part of it. If you had to pick a place in the world to go searching for a primate like that, that we're going to find it. Where would you go?
0: I would personally go somewhere where I could lay on the beach and get served mimosas all day.
2: Everyone knows no? Bigfoot can never say no to a good resort.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't know. Like There are <sighs> bushes.
2: Bush, yeah. What's behind <laughs> that bush? Oh, it's, uh, it's Bigfoot. <laughs>
0: Where would I go? Is are you asking for real? Yeah, where oh. where do you
2: think where do you think the nation <laughs> needs oh, to go? I
0: think that he's probably in the redwood Forest.
2: And where are the redwood forests? In
0: California. Oh, I, I was just
2: waiting for you to be like, I don't know, that's just a buzzword. No, I think he's in the sand dunes of Madagascar. I Is that a thing? Reasons. Oh, okay, I'm listening.
0: Reasons. Um, Because remember we tried to go and when we were driving, we got super nauseous. Like the roads were like all twisty, turny. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Anybody who makes it down there and doesn't vomit on themselves <laughs> might feel like they're feeling a little off, a little woozy. So then if they saw him, they'd be like, he could say to them, well, <laughs> nobody's going to believe you. You were all sick and hallucinating. But they don't stuff. understand
2: because when he says it, it comes out as. I like that exactly thank you Bobo
0: exactly like that you're <laughs> right so are there sand What did you say? sand pits in Madagascar I don't know I was just see now you're making stuff up there I are always redwood make forests. shit up though I know I know I'm sorry so the redwood
2: forest of California I, I would have probably went with the Pacific Northwest though you know this week it was it was Atlanta the outskirts of Atlanta where there is bushes as you said <laughs> there could be it feels real squatchy in those areas so, I don't know. Here's your homework this week, guys and gals. If you have a Bigfoot story, we've done a lot of Bigfoot lately. If you have a Bigfoot story, not, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that because I've gotten yelled at for saying that. If you have a Bigfoot encounter or a, a uh, experience that you want to share with us, let us know. And you can let us know by jumping on Hysteria Nation. You can even talk to producer Lisa on there. And if you tag her in it, she has to answer you. I'm just saying that right now.
0: Bound by law. Yeah. (laughs) I will have my lawyers call you.
2: Exactly. So, yeah. Hop on Facebook. Just search Hysteria Nation. Also, you can go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51. That is our normal page. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. We've got two more people. That have paid for their own episodes. So we're going to have a couple guests, more guest stars here coming soon. Uh, So that's exciting. And they're picking their topics right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just.
2: That one was was a little scarier than the first one.
0: Oh, go on.
2: (laughs) Maybe I'll modulate that one.
0: I was trying to reach out to those Patreon subscribers to say thank you. And that was the best that I could do.
2: Maybe try a tree knock or two. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. I like your shirt. Yeah.
0: Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
2: Also, if you want to hear yourself in the show so that you don't have to hear Lisa or I <laughs> 773-669-7277 again, that's 773-669-7277. And if you forget any of this, where can they go?
0: To the Redwood Forest. <laughs> the Sand Hills of Madagascar. <laughs> oh. But- Hysteria51.com. Or
2: Gofulpedia.com. It's a choose your own adventure on either of those. So you can find all that and more, including uh, maybe I'll just make it a, an official button on there. If they push it, they get your Bigfoot call. I wonder if I could do that. Oh, man, I don't know if that was you or the, the machine. I don't even know. I'm, they're both so good.
0: Welcome to my nightmare.
2: <laughs> your nightmare. Your nightmare. <laughs> okay kids well th- huge thank you once again to zach Lamplu for coming on to talk about his movie huge thanks to lisa for joining me this week and if you guys want to find zach just go to the show notes you can go to our website you'll find all of the links to the movie watch it it is a lot of fun it is seriously a lot of fun it was very funny and uh you gotta check out not only the main characters dirty dollar sign and white morpheus I, Lisa didn't get to watch this movie I watched it without her and she's just looking at me like what are you talking about but it's definitely worth it with that said I've been Brent I've been Lisa he's not been conspiracy bot. it was terrible it was just terrible I'll never
1: get over it as long as I live
2: that's it for another edition of Hysteria 51 John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained the unexplored and the unheard of oh if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy bot that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand
0: joint.